Yes, I, I have a lot, people. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need more space. Well, amen. Hallelujah. You know, revival was awesome last week, or I can't even remember what week it was now, but it was awesome and amazing. And when I stepped up here today for praise and worship, I knew the Spirit of the Lord was in the house. So, man, hallelujah. And I'm proud of all you guys for coming up front and worshiping, because I was watching you. No, I wasn't. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I wasn't. I wasn't. But amen. You, you bless the Lord today. And that's what we're supposed to do every day. Hallelujah. Um, revival was so awesome that I couldn't even put in the words. When pastor asked us to come up, when he asked for testimonies, I couldn't put in the words what God did in me. I mean, it, there was just like a peace, a peace that he's always been with me, he's with me now, he's not going to leave, and he's going to do awesome things in my life. So you guys need to believe that for yourselves. The title of my message is More Than Conquerors. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on now, Jesus. Revival, renewal or awakening. That's the definition, the awakening or quickening of God's people to their true nature and purpose. Hallelujah. So our true nature and purpose is to worship God without abandon, like David did when he danced out of his clothes. I mean, he wasn't naked, but he, was, he had on some kind of undergarment to something. But we are supposed to praise and worship without abandon not caring what the next person does, not caring what you look like, because sometimes we don't look good doing it, but God appreciates it. God knows that we're pouring out our hearts to him. Amen. So what happened in revival is not only supposed to happen in revival. It's supposed to be happening in our lives every day. Every day. We're supposed to be expecting miracles. We serve a miracle-working God, right? Right. So he wants us to expect miracles. Miracles, signs, and wonders, they should be the norm. Isaiah 8.18. We're going to start there. It says, I'm not even going to. Come on now. Joe is ahead of me. Come on, Joe. It says, here I as a, this says, behold, I and the children whom the Lord has given me are signs and wonders, hallelujah, that are to take place in Israel. I replaced Israel with Oklahoma because we want to see, we want to see miracles here in Oklahoma, in our lives, in our families' lives, at our job, at Walmart, wherever we set our feet. We need to be expecting miracles. All right? All right. Amen. So keep that same expectancy. When you come, whenever you go someplace, don't come, don't come dragging in, especially don't come dragging in. Get your back straight. Walk, you know what? Get the walk up. Because who are you? You're a child of God. 
Come on. We have rights and privileges and promises from the Lord. So if they don't know God, that's on them. It's up to us to minister to them. But we need to know who we are, what we carry inside of us, what we bring in when we walk into a place. Hallelujah. 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 Say this. Thank you, God, that every day is a way for me to be amazed by you. Hallelujah. 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 We should be expecting God to do something great in our lives every day, not just when we're at revival, not just extraordinary miracles for us because he loves us. He loves us that much. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 37 through 39. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I forgot. My paper has all three, but it's cool. <laughs> Romans 8, 37. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors and gain an overwhelming victory through him who loved us so much that he died for us. Hallelujah. I'm just going to read on through. For I'm convinced and continue to be convinced beyond any doubt that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present and threatening, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, not, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the unlimited, come on, love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. If that ain't making you shout, I don't know what will. Nothing can separate us from him. Nothing. No thing. Nothing. Not your attitude. Not your stubbornness. Not your disobedience. Nothing. Nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have to know that we're more than conquerors and we have the victory. More means a greater or additional amount of something. So more. He, he said more than conqueror to gain a surpassing victory or to gain a decisive victory, which is already ours. When Christ rose again, we rose. So we have the victory. Nothing can keep us down. Nothing. Nothing. It doesn't matter. We need to renew our minds because the Bible says Nothing, no thing, nothing. We have to decide that we already have the victory. Every time we step foot anywhere, know that you have the victory. It don't matter what the devil tries to throw your way. It doesn't matter what your circumstances say. Because he said, he says we are more than conquerors. We didn't say that. He said it. So if he said it, there's life in it, and you better believe it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can't let people, we can't let anything tell us that we don't have the victory. <laughs> Why, people? Come on. Every problem has already been defeated. Already! Before you had that problem, God knew about it. And he already had a solution for it. Come on now. It does not matter what you're going through, because you're going to go through. 
pastor talked about. Everything that I'm saying, pastor's already said. I'm just kind of raising my voice a little bit. <laughs> it's already done. We cannot let what we see in the natural override what's already been done in the spirit. Hallelujah. It's, all, it's behind us. It's done. It is finished. And what was our word for this year? Okay, it's done. Finality, it's complete in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because every problem has an answer. If you don't look in your Bible, if you got issues, you got issues because you ain't reading the word because you don't believe the word. So if you're not doing that, you're going to have problems. The devil's going to mess with you through your mind because he can't touch you any other place. That's it. He's right here under our feet. That's where he is. He's defeated. He's defeated. He has no power. We have to know he's powerless. Who? Come on. Why? Because Jesus left us with all the power. Luke, I'm just going off script now. Luke 10, 19. This is what Jesus left us with. I'm just going to wait. Bazambas. Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength ooh, and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses. And nothing shall in any way harm you. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. None. Not one. You have to know that. You have to know that. You have to know that no matter what happens and no matter what things look like, we, we're branded with success. You know how, a, how those animals get branded? That's there for life. We're Christians for life, Christ-like. We're branded with Christ. Hello? We were bought with a price. It's just how I'm glad I was bought because I don't know where I would be if I wasn't. If I wasn't where I am right now, I have no idea where I'd be. And that's a sad situation because if you ain't in Christ, you and the other person. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on now. Come on, people. Come on, winners. You're winners. Come on. Okay, we were bought with a price. I'm just going to, y'all knows what that means, right? Who don't know? Okay, moving on. Okay, we were bought with the price. Psalm 139.16. Well, glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your word today, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You guys are awesome in the back. Your eyes saw my unformed substance, and in your book, all the days of my life were written 
before, before ever they took shape, when as yet there was none of them. Ooh, come on now. Before, ooh, we were even walking around, before we were even in our mama's womb, God had already mapped out our lives. Come on, come on. So if he's already done it, the devil can't decide what we're going to turn out. That He can't. He can't kill us. You got to know we have that kind of authority. That, that goes back to when we're sick. We got to resist that in the name of Jesus. We got to say, I resist you. I don't accept that because that doesn't belong to us. We were bought and paid for sickness died when Christ died. When he rose again, he rose with all power and he wasn't sick. So we don't need to accept any. If you feel it coming on, say, uh-uh, I don't accept that. Pa- Pastor told us to act like it's a package. Because you know if, if a package comes and it ain't yours, you ain't going to accept it. Don't accept it. Resist it. Send that package back to hell because it doesn't belong to you. Because he left us with healing and wholeness, divine healing and wholeness, divine health. That don't belong to us. I ain't accepting no sickness in my body. No, no, and double no. When I say double no, that means it's really bad. (laughs) God already determined who we were going to be before the foundations of the earth. Ephesians 1, 3 through 5. But just imagine your life, what God has for you. He already knew about it. Already. Already. And it's all good things, people. All good things. He don't have anything mean and bad planned for you. He has good things planned for you. We got to know that because he loves us so much. We, when he created Adam... In the garden, he was naked. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I just think that's kind of funny. But he created him to be over. And if you go look, like Pastor told us, over five times. Over, over. That's what he has for us. We need to be over. Over our circumstances. Over sickness. Over disease. Over everything. Why? Because that's the way he created us. It says we're the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath. Over, over, over. Just think of that. Say, Lord, I'm over. It doesn't matter what the devil tries to throw. It doesn't matter what my job says. It doesn't matter what my circumstances look like, what my bank account looks like. I'm over. You said, you said, because these were all God's ideas. Wasn't mine. Ephesians 1, 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. We have been predestined for greatness. 
You got to see that God created you to be great. He didn't cre create you to be uh, uh, down, depressed. He created you to have joy each and every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So say this. I'm blessed. And no matter what comes up, I'm blessed. We're blessed going in and we're blessed going out. It don't matter where we walk. We're blessed. He's already done it. It ain't, well, I may be blessed. No, that's wrong. You are blessed. You are blessed. And sometimes we can't comprehend all this in the natural, so don't try to think it out with your natural mind. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. We have to be in the spirit. We have to know our supernatural kingdom assignment by God. What has God called you to do in the kingdom? How many of you know what God's called you to do in the kingdom? So, so the ones that don't have your hand up, I'm going to call you out right now. You need to know. How are you going to fulfill your destiny if you don't know? You got to get on your knees, get with the Holy Ghost, and find out what your assignment is. Because how are you going to fulfill it? How? You have a place in the body. All of us have a place. It says so. It says right in there. If you read your Bible, you know. You have a place. So you need to find out what your kingdom assignment is. Whew. I didn't find out some of my assignments until I got here. Because I was like, because of course I've always been on the worship team, sort of, kind of. And I was like, Lord, I, what? Is that it? When I came here, I knew there was more. I was like, Lord, everybody else got some good gifts. How come I, I'm just a singer, a worshiper. I'm like, well, that, being ungrateful, being an ungrateful new Christian going, well, that ain't good enough for me. I was like, what? I only got one gift? <laughs> I know, I know. It was like that until I got hooked up with winners and pastor was like, you're called to be a teacher. And I was like, come on. I was like, a teacher? <laughs> See how we at? See how we at? I got a good gift, but it wasn't good enough yet again. But amen, amen. <laughs> God has an assignment for each person here. He wants us to lead a supernatural. He wants us to have a supernatural lifestyle that will keep us in a conquering position. Because if you don't know what you're called to do, you ain't going to be doing it. You're going to be wandering around, not knowing, and you're not going to be fulfilled. So we have to know. We have to know. Whew. God wants us to face everything that comes up this year in more than a conquering position, which means nothing can conquer us, nothing can get to you, no circumstance can make you cuss. No circumstance can make you want to fight somebody. I mean, I mean, I mean, sometimes though. But no circumstance can get you down. Nobody from your job can piss you off so much that you like, 
Nobody. Because if God put you in that job, only he can move you. They can't move you. They don't have that kind of power and authority. They don't. You got to know what power and authority that you carry. And by knowing our assignment from God, we're not going to settle for less. Because if we don't know what our assignment is, we're going to be settling for this, settling for that. That's not God. So get on your knees. Get with the Holy Ghost. And I guarantee you he'll tell you what your, what your assignment is. He will. He will. I'm going to ask you all again. Just remember that. Matthew 6.33. Gaby's ready. That means all of y'all need to be ready. <laughs> Come on. They fast today. They fast. Matthew 6, 33. Well, I heard that. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. The attitude and character of God. And all these things will be given to you also. Hmm. John 10.10. 10. Come on now. They ahead of me. I tell you what. Y'all excellent. Joe and Jess, you're excellent. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. Jesus came that they may have life and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. The thief steals from us if we seek the wrong things. So if you don't know your assignment, you don't know what God called you to do, you don't know where God called you to be at, you're, you're going to be all over the place. And the thief is going to steal from you. The thief wants us to seek what's already ours. When we don't, when we don't stand on the word about healing, prosperity, joy, the thief will try to steal those things from you. They're already yours. Already. You don't have to pray for healing because you're already healed. The Bible says that by his stripes, we have been healed. It's not going to happen. It's happened. So you have to stand on the word. You have to first know the word. You have to stand on it. You have to speak it by faith. You have to know what God said. Because if you don't know, you're going to be sick all the time. Mm. Come on. This just a, that's just something that I've learned. Whenever I, I don't hardly get sick, not ever. But when I do, I resist that. I'm like, you ain't getting on me, you dumb devil. I got stuff to do. I told pastor, and I was like, look, I would have came in on a gurney. You know what? During revival, I would have came in on a gurney because if I felt bad when I got, when I came in, I would have left jumping and leaping and the touch of the spirit. So you know what? You can't keep me out of here. 
I tell you what. Mm-hmm. Instead of us saying, Lord, I want more stuff, say, God, I want more of you. He wants us to, well, in Matthew 6, said, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. All of them. He's not trying to keep anything from us. He wants us to have it all. Come on. Because we are, we are ambassadors for Christ. So when people see us, they see him. We can't be all destitute, down, you know, dragging. No, no, no. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Who? Who? When we want more of God, stuff obeys us. That's Matthew 6.33 as well. It's going to obey you. Whatever you call for, whatever you speak out for, you're going to have. Hallelujah. When we get our minds and our prayer life on God, God will supply everything we need. That's what pastor's been telling us for years. And some, sometimes you just don't get it because you got to get it. I'm probably getting ahead of myself. I am. I'm not going to say it yet. So we have to make adjustments in 2023. If this is a year of completion and God has so much more things to give us, to bless us with, things that he wants us to have, he wants us to have joy, peace. He wants us to have it all. So Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking what one likes, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. You got to know the Holy Spirit. You got to start walking with him. You got to get to know him. You got to know what his voice says. You got to be able to follow him. Because if you don't know the Holy Ghost, who are you going to follow? Who are you following? Well, like Hilda said, well, you, you got to follow the spirit. You have to because we are. We are spirits. We just got a body for right now. So we have righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. We're not just church members. We're kingdom citizens. And we're called to do kingdom work. So you got to know your assignment. You got to know the Holy Ghost. You got to know. You really got to know. This is not our home. I used to hear people say that when I first got born again. I'm like, what are they talking about? This is where I live. But now I know. You know, I, I know. This is not our home. Shoot, I can't wait to get on streets of gold. I mean, I can wait, but when I go, y'all, y'all just picture me roller skating on streets of gold. That's what I'm going to be doing, roller skating on streets of gold. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I'm, that's right, Carolyn, shining. My go-to going to be shining. I'm rolling. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Hey, 
Hey, we're going to be able to do all the things that we love in heaven. Come on. That's what I love to do. Yeah. Roll, bounce. <laughs> Some of y'all know what that means. Okay. We have a right to everything that we desire. Bible says it. Supernatural righteousness, supernatural peace. That means trouble can't disturb us. Supernatural joy. It doesn't matter what's going on around us. The, our inside is going to change the outside. We're not led by our flesh or feelings. We're led by faith. Because that's the only way we can please God. God wants us to flow in abundance this year. Abundant peace, abundant joy, abundant revelation, abundant health, abundant healings. Everything in our lives should have overflow. Every place. There shouldn't be a place to where things is just, the seams are just bursting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, and it's all thanks to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm looking like Nikki now because she always dancing, moving. Ooh, Ooh Lord. That's a lie. <laughs> Um, what is it? Uh, I don't want to burn it. Okay, we'll just go with it. That's really not the scripture, but okay, I'll just read it to you. I think it's 2 Corinthians. I'll probably maybe put first. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. To operate in the supernatural, we're going to have to have live a life of revelation. Things aren't going to come to us or things may come to you in the natural. You got to have a revelation on what God is saying to you. We have to. It, it, there's no other way, people. Um, how I got tithing offering, and I told this when we was at Cherie's Cornelia. I listen to Bill Winston. I like him because he's awesome and he be getting it. But I love Bill Winston. And one day he was preaching... And he said, if you're not a tither and an offering giver, it's because you're in fear that God won't take care of you. And I was like, <gasps> hit me right here. Because that was me. I didn't realize it at that time. But what I would do, I wouldn't give my tithes if something came up in my life. <laughs> I hear you, Michael. I know. Do that again. I can't whistle. But that's the way it is. God does not want us to have our eyes on our circumstances. We need to know that he's going to take care of us. And when he said that, I was like, oh, that's me. I'm like, I got to get myself together. Because pastor was talking about it yesterday that he'd given us grace. I was one of those people that he gave grace to because I was like inconsistent. But I'm like, you know what? Boom, I'm doing this. I'm doing what the word says. I'm doing what my pastor says. And I'm doing what the Bible said. I'm like, I'm going to do it. So I started giving my tithes, letting it come out of my check without even thinking about it. 
I'm like, because that's what he calls us to do. We cannot forfeit those rights. Because if you do, hmm, you're allowing the enemy to get into here and tell you that that's not what God has called us to do. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. Amen. Amen. When we're living supernatural lives, we have to get out of routine. Routine cannot regulate our lives anymore. Our everyday life must be a life of living revelation with the Holy Ghost telling us how to proceed in all situations. Because we don't always know. And I'm, I've grown up as a person that used to fly by the seat of their pants. <laughs> like, I mean, okay. <laughs> if, if I wanted to do something, I was doing it. Wrong. So now before I do anything, I talk to the Holy Ghost. I'm like, Lord, is this what you want me to do? And we have to be, we have to wait and be patient because I'm always impatient. I'm like, Lord, you didn't answer me. I just asked you that 10 minutes ago. You should be answering me like now because I asked you it now. That's how we do. You know, it's like, well, Okay, 11 minutes ago. Why, why can't I do that? But we have to get revelation and direction from the Holy Ghost. We can't go out flying by the seat of our pants doing whatever we want because we just read we're bought with the price. God has certain things that he's called you to do. And if you're doing other junk, you can't do that. You can't be faithful where he's called you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit will show us how to receive beyond what we see, beyond what we think, and beyond what someone else is saying. Hallelujah. We will walk and live in the dimension of dominion because we're supposed to dominate. Pastor, all things that Pastor told us, we are supposed to dominate. There ain't nobody supposed to come with more stuff than us. Ain't nobody supposed to come not looking like Carolyn. Because look at her. She's looking good. She's supposed to look good. Wherever she, she's supposed to be the shiny one in the room. Because she got the Holy Ghost. Come on. Come on. We ought to be the examples. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So once we get there, we will never be disturbed about an attack. Or distractions anymore. We will live in a realm of supernatural possibilities. Because God has already done it. Done by the Spirit. Everything that we need. Everything that he has for us. The power of God is supernatural and says we have all the answers. Why do we have the answers? Because we got the Holy Ghost. Come on. He has all the answers, so we have all the answers. All you have to do is ask. The Holy Ghost will even tell you stuff that you don't want to hear. When I used to be on the worship team. This is not one of my proud moments. And we were, uh, I think Nikki had had surgery, and we were on teams. <laughs> and some of us was on teams that we didn't want to be on. I'm not saying any names. I'm speaking for myself, not looking at you, Carolyn. Anyway, so she wasn't on my team, though, that time. So everybody that was on my team, I was like, they're not good enough. I was like, Lord, 
I can do that better than them. I'm like, they just, I don't even know why they up here. Anyway, one Sunday, nobody showed up but me. And the Holy Ghost said, well, you said you could do it better than them, didn't you? I was like, how dare you use that against me? But it was true. These are all things I shouldn't have been saying out of my mouth. But I was growing, growing in the Lord. I learned a lesson right there. I learned that being up front ain't easy. It ain't. I know, I didn't want to hear that. But hey, it was the truth. I was like, well, I'll be darned. Amen. Come on, Jasmine. You're right. It's true. I had what I said. I was like, I was better than them. They didn't show up, so I had to step it up and do it. Amen. Thank you, Jasmine, for calling me out. <laughs> the supernatural is a revelation of over and above for every situation. So if we don't know what to do, we just got to go to the Spirit. He'll tell us what to do. It might not be what you want to do. Right. <laughs> Here and again, we got to follow and be led by the Spirit. We have to. John 3, 27. Gaby's ready again. Come on, Gaby. You're always ready. That's why I love her. She's always ready. <laughs> John 3:27. John replied, "A man can receive nothing. He can claim nothing at all unless it has been granted to him from heaven. For there is no other source than the sovereign will of God. As God's children, we shouldn't accept anything that does not come from heaven. Where the, where, where's the answers coming from? The Holy Ghost, he's a part of heaven, right? If it's not to bless or to build us up, it didn't come from God. When situations arise that don't look favor, we need to wait and see what heaven says. Don't get impatient. Don't get impatient. Continue to pray, to seek him, and he'll tell you. He'll give you the answers because he loves us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we need to wait and see what heaven says, and we will not take hell's report about defeat, harm, or hurt because that report is a report from the devil. It ain't from God. If you get a bad doctor's report, that ain't from God. It is not from him. He's not going to send you to the doctor and say, well, just tell her her foot needs to be amputated. That's not from God. Mm -mm. Don't panic. Wait. Hallelujah. Because heaven is always on the move on our behalf. The Holy Spirit, is, what did it say in the beginning? He was moving. He was moving. And he's never stopped moving. And it, it, may not, it may not look favorable in the natural, but who cares about the natural? The truth is not in what we see. 
every situation in our life from now on will be controlled by information from heaven. If you don't know, you need to seek the one who does. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's how we move into the supernatural powers of God. We don't move till we have insight from heaven. We have to be in the spirit to hear, see, and understand. And, I, you know, when, when Pastor used to talk about that, I was like, I don't even know how to get in the spirit. How do you do that, Pastor? And one thing the Holy Ghost said, it has to do with obedience. When God asks you to do something and you're like, I ain't going to do that. Are you following the spirit? No, you're not. You're being disobedient. If he asks you to do something, that's him speaking to you. That, it, it, lots of times he'll tell us stuff and they'll be like, well, I got ideas of my own. Wrong, wrong ideas. Because if they're not come, they're not going to take, put you in a favorable position. I'm just speaking from experience. John 2, 5. His mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. So whatever he tells you to do, do it. Revelation 1, 10. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet. So we have to be... We have to be in the spirit to hear from heaven about all situations in our lives from this day forward. We have to do that if we're going to operate in the supernatural. Eli, can I help you with something? I called you out. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I mean, pastor would do it. <laughs> We have to be out of our minds and into God's. We got the mind of Christ. We're supposed to um, talk like him, walk like him. The Bible says, Ephesians 5.1, you don't have to go there, John. I, I mean, Joe, I didn't put that down. <laughs> Ephesians 5.1 says to be imitators of God. We are created in his image to be just like him. Jesus said we would do greater things. So we need to buck up and start doing them greater things. God wants to empower us to have an atmosphere in the supernatural wherever we go. So we carry that around with us. His spirit, the supernatural. I mean, come on, we'll be in that flow like pastor. Because I'm always, I'm like, how does pastor do it? I'm like... He's in revival, then he's here, then he's in revival, revival, revival here. That takes a lot of energy, but he's not flowing on his energy. He's using energy from the Holy Ghost. He, he's being led by the Spirit, and the Spirit will give you supernatural strength and energy to do what he's called you to do. That's what he's called to do, so he's able to do it. He's flowing with the Spirit. I'm like, come on now. I like that because it gives us, he's a great example. John 3, 30. <laughs> John 3, 30. 
Joe, you know what? He's back there like, got you. Mm -hmm. He must increase, but I must decrease. Hallelujah. We have to have insight and inspiration from the Holy Ghost to live the life that God has for us. So we have to get out of the way. Stop being in the flesh. Stop listening to everything. Stop watching a lot of the programs that we watch. We think it doesn't get in out inside of us. It does. Because I tell you what, I used to listen to secular music. And then once I start going to church, I was like, wait a minute. Those lyrics are horrible. They speak in death. And we're singing them. We have to... Uh, we have to have insight and, and inspiration from the Holy Ghost to live the life that God has for us. John 6, 63. And we have to stop doing things that we know he don't want us to do. <sighs> Bottom line. Year of completion. Do what he asked you to do. Know what he called you to do. Be obedient. It is the spirit who gives life. He is the life giver. The flesh conveys no benefit. Whatever there is no profit in it. The words, truth that I have been speaking to you are spirit and life. Now, we know that we are to recite scripture, right? We are to speak those over ourselves. But... If we don't have revelation to go along with those scriptures, we got nothing. So that's why we need revelation via the Holy Ghost. We can't get it any other way. We have to get out of the way and get to the point that God means more to us than we mean to ourselves. Oof. We have to sink, sink, sink. We got to decrease. So that the spirit of God can rise in us. Hallelujah. And when we rise, he rises. Hallelujah. Because what? We already rose again with Christ. So he wants us to get ready by the spirit. We have to put God ahead of us. Put God's plans, purposes, and designs above what we want to do. So that's why a lot of times some of us don't seek them because we don't want the answer. It may be something that we don't want to do, but we have to grow up, have to grow up, and we have to know that our resources come from heaven. Phew. John 16, 13. <laughs> they just messing with me now. <laughs> but when he... Hallelujah, the spirit of truth, the truth-giving spirit comes. He will guide you into all the truth, the whole, full truth. For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come, that will happen in the future. So he knows. <laughs> it's telling you right there. He knows what you need. He knows where you're at. He knows it all. The Holy Spirit sees everything, and he brings things to us 
so that we can live a supernatural lifestyle and not the same old one that we've been living. We're in 2023, out with the old. What, it, what does it say? We are new creatures in Christ. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will lead us and bring us back to the truth. If anything tells us that we're failing, that we're not winning, that's a lie. It is a lie because that's not in the Bible. That is not in the Bible. So it does not matter again what things look like. We have to know that we know what his word says, what his word tells us to do. And if we don't know, we have to seek him with reckless abandon. Like you were in here for revival. You need to be like that every day, not just for revival. We're supposed to be in a position to where we expect the best, expect something great, expect that if nobody gets out, we're coming out. It does not matter what it look, what that person over there is doing. We're God's children. We're his masterpieces. Hallelujah. We don't care if they in a ditch. If we're in one, we're coming out of that ditch in the name of Jesus. We need to expect an earthquake like Paul and Silas. Hallelujah. They praised him and he worked it out. Why? Because they have faith. They didn't let their circumstances tell them, well, you know, I'm in jail right now. They're going to kill me. I ain't getting out. I'm going to be beaten, blah, blah, blah. They didn't allow where they were to affect, hallelujah, to affect their minds. That's why we're told to renew our minds daily. Because if I'm in jail, whoo, that'd be, whoo, whoo, I would really, man, I have to sing too. Because that's how I, that, you know, that helps me to rise. I have to worship and praise. Because I don't know, that's probably was a nasty jail. I'm telling you what. But what happened when they, let's go there, Acts 16, 25, and 26. What happened? When they start praising and worshiping the Lord. Mm-hmm. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Hallelujah. Suddenly, suddenly, hallelujah. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loose. <laughs> Man, come on now. Come on. Because they didn't look at their circumstances and get down in the dumps, start speaking things that aren't, that are death instead of life. Come on. They walked up out of there. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That's how we need to be in, our, in whatever circumstances we are. Know that we're getting out. Know that because we are sons and daughters of the living God, we are joint heirs with Christ, that nothing can hold us down, that we can't be defeated, that we can't be stopped, that it does not matter what the devil or what another person, circumstances, what the country throws at us. We are walking with the true living God. 
the all-sufficient one, hallelujah, that at the, where everything is in him, everything is found in him. There's nothing that we don't need that's not found in him. So hallelujah. So this year has to be the best year of our lives. We have to buckle down and do what it takes. Be who God called us to be. And like I said, I remember you. If you didn't raise your hand about your assignment, I'll be coming back to you asking you about that. How are we coming with that? Are we praying? Did we seek the Holy Spirit? Because you need to know. And we need to know that we have divine backup in any situation. Any situation. We are backed up by the Holy Ghost. We got our angels. Heaven is on our side. It don't matter what it looks like. Come on. We have all that we need. Whew. Last thing. Signs, miracles, and wonders will work through us. I'm prophesying that over you right now. Signs, miracles, and wonders will work through the people of Winter's Church. We can't be stopped. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, well, I said I had one last thing. I've been saying these things for like two years. Gaby knows. It's who and what I am in Christ. And I'm going to speak them over you. It says, I'm reigning in life by Jesus Christ. I'm not looking at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. I'm walking by faith and not by sight. I'm casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am rooted and grounded in love because Christ dwells within me. Hallelujah. I'm the workmanship of God created in Christ Jesus for good works. I'm a partaker of God's divine nature. I am prosperous and in good health because my soul prospers. I'm being transformed by the renewing of my mind to prove the perfect will of God. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Come on. I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I'm the salt of the earth and the light of the world. I am complete in Christ. Come on. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I'm taking the shield of faith and quench all of the fiery dots of the enemy because he can't touch me. I'm praying my desires and receiving them. I'm like a tree planted by the rivers of water and everything that I do prospers. Hallelujah. I'm a temple of the Holy Ghost. I'm giving exceeding great and precious promises and by them I partake of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. I am led by the Spirit, therefore I am a son of God. I'm not walking after the flesh, but after the Spirit. I'm receiving all of my needs met according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm casting all of my cares upon him because I know without a doubt that he cares for me. I'm blessed with all spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus. I'm blessed when I come in, and I'm blessed when I go out. I'm an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. I'm increasing and abounding in love. I'm being made perfect in every good work to do God's will. I'm showing forth the praises of God. 
And one last thing, his word says that he will perfect that which concerns me. So that which concerns you, he will perfect it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you guys could rise. Rise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to pray for those who don't know what their assignment is. So if you don't know what your assignment is, step up to the plate. Carolyn, Pastor Annie, I want you guys to come too, please. Ayla, Tyler. So, man, by the power of the Holy Ghost, we're believing that when we pray for you guys, that you're going to receive your gift, that you're going to know what God has called you to do. Hallelujah. Because God has good plans for you guys. Come on now. He, he has good plans. You guys need to stand fast and know that he has good plans for you, that he loves you, that he wants you only to have the best, the best, because he's the best. Hallelujah. Whatever comes from him is a good gift. Hallelujah.